You're listening to another episode of the Small Business Saturdays podcast. Listen to them all at smallbusinesssaturdayspodcast.com. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. The Small Business Saturdays podcast. With your host and my husband. And my dad, Aaron Montgomery. Join the conversation. Let's talk some business. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome into Small Business Saturdays. My name is Aaron Montgomery, and you can find me over at oursuccessgroup.com. Today, we're going to be talking about taking productive actions and Action is like the key word for me this year, and, and I want to talk about it. I want to get you guys into action. I want to really be all about action because action really is the only thing that can move us forwards. You know, we're just about at the halfway point, so not not quite halfway. There, there are um, on in my fundamentals of success, there are thirteen different fundamentals, and we've gotten just about to the halfway point here on our roadmap. And let's just review those real quick here. First, we had to empower ourselves. We had to be committed to taking a hundred percent responsibility for our own lives and action. And so that's where we've started as number one. Number two is finding our purpose, getting some clarity about what it is that we're meant to do and, and why, and then uh, being able to explain that why to others and put it in a nice format that works in, in that way. And then we had to decide what we require. We, we had to come up with what, what is it that we want? And, and really those wants are more of a just pinpoints along the way to kind of let us know we're, we're reaching our idea of success. But we do have to have uh, some things that that we want out of life, right? We, it's, we, we can't achieve anything if we don't know what it is that we're trying to achieve. So that was number three. Number four is we had to reignite self-trust. Uh, we, have to, we have to believe that it's possible. The only things that we are able to achieve are the things that we believe we can achieve. If we don't believe that we can achieve it, then we're not going to get it. So most people, you know, this idea is, you know, I'll believe it when I see it, right? But reality is we have to see it first in our mind. We have to believe that it is possible. We have to see uh, ourselves doing that thing, then we'll see it. So we have to believe it before we can see it is what it, uh, in all actuality is how it happens. So that was uh, next. And then... Um, uh, last week we talked about being a goal getter, how, how we can actually set goals and what setting goals is all about, what it does for us, how we can, uh, achieve those goals. And so now we're at what I would consider the, the nitty gritty here. It's, it's about taking productive actions. And when we talk about taking productive actions, um, a couple of key things there. I mean, obviously taking productive actions, there's three words in that uh, particular phrase. And the last two words are, are what we really need to get into what's productive and what's an action. So, um, today I want to talk to you about that. And I also want to provide some ideas and strategies so you can take as many actions as you can. Um, let me start off here with a, a quote from Pablo Picasso. Yes, the, the painter. Uh, he has a great quote about action. And he says, action is the foundational key to all. And I, I don't know if he wrote it in all caps, but I'm writing it in all caps. <laughs> action is the foundational key to all success. Um, and, and this step, this action step is what 99% of people out there are missing. You know, are you taking enough action? And, and for most people, if we really look in the mirror, we can say, probably not. 
right? And and are we taking some action? Sure. But are we taking productive actions that are outside of our comfort zone that are getting us closer to our idea of success? And again, I think that's the missing piece. But why are we missing this step? Why doesn't it just happen, right? Why, why don't we just take action? Well, for one, our society and kind of the common narrative has hijacked action, in my opinion. And it's been equated to this idea of hustle. It's time to hustle. You know, we have to grind. We have to hustle. Now, um, I'm not a big fan of hustle. It, it, I understand the concept. I understand how it's being used. And, and, and I believe that it does help people. So I'm not just poo-pooing on it altogether. But for me, I think we need to detangle action from the whole hustle narrative. You know, so the dictionary definition of hustle a uh, couple of them that I pulled out here. It's forcing someone to move hurriedly or unceremoniously in a specified direction. So that's one definition of hustle. It doesn't sound like something. Force someone to move hurriedly or unceremoniously in a specific direction. Okay, Ugh, that doesn't sound all that positive. Or another one is uh, a hustle is a fraud or a swindle. And to me, hustle is is something I do when I'm doing something I don't like to do. It's something I dislike. I, it, it's not not all that pleasant, you know. I have to hustle from point A to point B because I'm running late or or something like that. So, um, I want to have passion, and and I want to have ultimately success for me is having that feeling of actually not working a day in my life because I love what I'm doing so much that it's just part of who I am, and so. By taking actions, it's it's not about working yourself nearly to death. The productive actions is not about one-upping others and or anything like that. So um, Tony Robbins, who most of you might know, he's probably the most well-known productivity coach. He's been in movies as, as a self-help guru and things like that. Almost in just, but just a really um, well-known person who's helped a lot of people reach their idea of success. He says this, the path to success is to take massive, determined action. So I, I want to break that down for you briefly here. When, when we talk about the path to success is to take massive, determined action. Um, now, massive uh, is, is the first word that I want to break down for you. So the dictionary uh, says this about massive, defines massive as large in scale, amount, or degree. So I want to pull that large in scale out. Uh, to me, that means how much can you do compared to the amount of time you have available to you and the level of passion you have for the success you desire. So see, if we talk about the action, that's why those first five things were so important, getting that understanding of why we're doing it, having that passion. Right. So massive really isn't necessarily, you know, like massive to um, somebody who's really short might be somebody, you know, so if you're four foot tall, somebody would feel massive to you that's five foot tall. But, you know, if somebody's five foot tall, I'm six foot tall and, and they feel, uh, you know, I feel massive to them. But I'm a volleyball player and I like to hang around with other volleyball players. And a lot of my volleyball friends are six, 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 seven, six, eight. You know, so when I hang out with them, they feel massive to me. So it's a scale. It, massive isn't um, like a set amount. There, there is 
you can't say, oh, that, that's massive, right? Massive is, is all about large in scale. So to me, it means how much can you do and compared to the amount of time you have available and the level of passion you have for the success that you desire. So massive is the first part. The other part of that quote from Tony Robbins I want to break down is determined, right? Um, the dictionary definition of determined is resolute, staunch, decided, settled, determined to me feels like, you know, heels dug in a little bit. And, and I think this ties back to our passion, our determination, that passion allows us to take actions when we don't feel like taking actions, you know? So it's, it's how we connect those dots to the success you believe that you desire. And, and that belief is also important. What we talked about there, you have to believe that you can do it. So massive and determined, the first part of that quote, then action. Action is not directly correlated to completing massive projects or, or doing everything all at once. Action is and can be and should be just a slight small step that you take as often as you possibly can to get you closer to where you're headed. You know, action is, is really about looking at your journey ahead and then putting one foot in front of the other. You know, take a step and take another step, another step, another step. Another step, another step, right? You get where we're going here. <laughs> Keep taking that step. And as long as more of those actions are productive than they're not productive, then at some point, sooner or later, you will end up at your destination. So let, let me give you um, an example here. I, I want to give you an example of my journey so far here. It's for, for me, getting towards success and working towards success has been a lifetime experience, you know, and it to to spare you the gory details, I'm just going to skip the first 43 years of my life, life and I'm going to fast forward you on to 2018. And, you know, at, at that point, I'd already been in this industry for 18 years. I'd been working um, for for much longer and, and you know, I was doing okay, but but I was struggling in, in a sense. I Yes, I may have had a, a good job or a decent career and, and I certainly fell in love with this industry. And so, you know, all that stuff was positive, but deep down in here, I just didn't feel it. I wasn't feeling fulfilled. And so at that point, I'd finally just had enough of, of building for others and, and doing all this other stuff that, you know, I, I just decided, gosh, you know, maybe these things that I'm hearing about taking a hundred percent responsibility about, you know, putting it on my shoulders and actually doing the work right? Um, and not just taking the easy way out all the time. Maybe I'm ready for that. So I, I got there. But before all of that, you know, I was lost, you know, I blamed all of my circumstances on other things, I complained all the time. And I really didn't have a purpose. And so I, I did start digging in and, and I was reading lots of books at the time. I, I um, stay up watching. I think my family f got tired of all the different documentaries I watched on, on success or eating well, or all of these things. You know, one of the movies that really stuck out to me was a movie called the secret, um, which actually featured my mentor, Jack Canfield. And, you know, then so from there that really got me going and I started learning about things like the law of attraction, right? We just talked about that a little bit, actually, where you've got to believe it before you'll see it. That's the law of attraction. Um, and, and I was gaining a ton of amazing knowledge, but I still didn't feel any better. I, I still felt unfulfilled. I didn't, wasn't moving forward. It, you know, I'm like, what the heck's happening? I'm, I'm starting to believe I can do this and all this other stuff. What, what's wrong? 
And that's when I learned about productive action. You know, that thinking, the, the learning, the attracting, the planning are certainly helpful to maximize the actions we're able to take. But without actions, you just can't succeed. You can't do anything. We have to take an action, right? We have to push play on the video. We have to pick up the phone and call the customer. We have to, you know, launch our website and make it live. Whatever it is, you, you have to take that action. Hey everyone, Aaron here real quick. Sorry for the brief interruption. If you are getting anything out of Small Business Saturdays, please head over to oursuccessgroup.com forward slash SBS. We're going to send you some free resources and give you some more information about our success group and how we might be able to help your company even more. Thanks for tuning in. Now back to the podcast. I had done all those things, all that learning and all that analyzing and all that pondering. And, and at that point, before I learned about action, I had 15 months of just spinning my wheels. I had 15 pages of random notes. I had typed out my thoughts on my why and my purpose and blah, blah, blah. You know, I hadn't shared it with anybody. I hadn't done any of that stuff. I just had 4,000 words on a page. That's all I had. And once I started taking the actions though, that's when those actions started to move me forward. You know, so the first action that I really took towards reaching my goals, not somebody else's goals was to, um, say, okay, I'm going to host my own webinar. I'm not doing this for anybody else. I'm not doing it for the company I work for. I'm going to put out my own webinar and I'm going to actually take them the, I mean, I was nauseous when I thought about this at the time I was going to charge people. And I think I charged $30 or something like that. I can't remember exactly what, what the price was. It wasn't, you know, in, in, in hindsight, it was a three and a half hour training and uh, probably was a, a little cheap for what everybody got, but that was okay, right? It was scary to put myself out there. And, um, you know, 30 people actually signed up for it. And I know that they learned a lot. The feedback I got was great. And so that kind of got me started. That got me into action. You know, I had a lot of encouragement from people like Todd and uh, Downing and, and my wife, Kyleen and stuff like that. But the next kind of real thing that stands out for me is I did ask uh, for a ticket to this um, workshop called One Day to Greatness. That was a live workshop that Jack Canfield was putting on up in Chicago. Um, and, and I asked for that as a birthday gift. And my wife got that for me as a gift and uh, as an additional gift, she came along with me. So that, you know, I had that support system there uh, and, and I went and, and so I got there and the next action I took is I signed up to be part of his train the trainer program so I could be certified in the success principles. Um, as soon as I came back from that, I started sharing about the success principles. So I was taking actions. Um, I started to get more focused here on small business Saturday as, as a way to share more of the success principles. Um, then next, uh, we started our success group in January of 2020. Uh, after that, we created the five keys to growing and launching as kind of our first foray into training people and, uh, then have developed that over time. Uh, I started hosting mastermind groups. I completed my success principles certification. I got the success principles, virtual presentation certificate certification. Wow. Not easy to say there. And I, I, you know, I was taking action. I was learning that this taking action was what actually was making things work for me is, is the action was the key. And so each action really continued to bring me closer to my idea of success. 
am I there yet? Not, n- not at all, but I'm certainly a heck of a lot closer than I was in 2018 because I've been taking action. You know, we've got members in our success group. We have um, nine people in the Masters of Success program right now. Uh, we have over 60, I think we're close, closer to 65 at this point, 90 minute uh, training sessions that are available to the Our Success Group members. And, um, and I know that as long as I keep taking action, I'm going to be able to keep checking off bigger and bigger goals. I'm gonna keep moving all that forward. So the act of taking some action any action at all when you feel stuck you know let that action guide you it that that bias towards action i actually got that phrase from a, a friend and and osg a squad member shad and shad said bias towards action that really stuck for me it, it's really the only difference between kind of mega successful people whoever it is in your mind uh that that you would say ah, that person's really successful right the only difference that from that person to you is that they are taking massive actions every day. You know, they've just at their stage in life right now, they've had the ability resources or whatever they've chosen to take more actions that got them closer to their goals in that time. You know, they, they didn't stop to waste time having pity parties, worrying about other, what others were going to think or, or, or really stopping to wait for someone else to hand them their success. They, they grabbed the bull by the horn, so to speak. They, they took actions, right? They got out there. They got in the arena um, and they just took constant daily actions towards their goal. And once they took that action, they reset. You know, once they reached that goal, they reset again, set some new goals, and then they just continued on. But what they had to do to start was this process that's called act as if, right? They had to, maybe they weren't there yet, but they had to start acting like they were there yet. They had to start doing the things that other people that were successful did, right? They had to show up. They had to, um, you know, whatever it was for them, you know, people have done things like, okay, I'm going to, you know, success to me is, is owning a certain watch or something like that. So, you know, go, go to the, the watch store and take a picture of that watch on your arm and then put that picture in front of you and and start acting as if, right. You might not be there yet, but you can start acting like it because that'll start. Um, what's the best way to put this here? What's going to happen there is once you start acting as if you are at your idea of success, you're going to find that that releases or reveals, that's the word I was looking for, that reveals the next actions to take. That reveals the clues that you need to then be able to take the next action. But if we keep acting as as we are right now, if we keep acting like, oh, okay, I'm just going to keep doing what I do every day, you're going to continue to get the same results, right? That, that idea of... Um, insanity is to continue to do do the same thing over and over and expect a different result. So we need to start acting as if, and part of acting as if is, is starting to do things a little bit differently. You know, what would somebody that is at, that has already achieved what you want to achieve, what would they be doing? Right. And, and how can you do that right now? You know, maybe you can't go all the way there right now, but you can certainly start acting like it. You can start surrounding yourself with a different class of people. You can start talking differently. You can, you know, gradually you can start doing different things. And, and that's, what's been happening for me. You know, I, I, 
I realized that there were certain things that were just were not serving me, you know, certain ways of acting, certain, you know, um, people that I was interacting with, you know, when, when it was all about talking about other people and, and trust me, I'm, I still got a long ways to go. So I'm not trying to talk down about anybody or anything, but I've realized that when I spend a lot of my time talking about other people and, and, you know, trying to go, Oh man, can you believe they did this? And, um, and, and going from there that that wasn't serving me. I was just putting myself back at square one. So when I talk to people about ideas or ways that we can do things better or solutions, those types of things, that's the kind of stuff that serves me. So I found that I'm getting better at going, Oh, wait a second. I'm going into that other place. I need to act as if I need to act as if I'm that person that doesn't worry about talking about the past and, and blaming, complaining, um, making fun of somebody else, whatever, and, and be the person that's ready to talk about ideas, success, and, and moving forward and solutions. Right. So, um, we need to take an action. And one of these things that also works really well is this thing called, um, the act as a, the, we called it the future you party, right? So you, you showed up at this event, we did it virtually and everybody talked about, uh, everybody showed up and we basically put ourselves fast forwarded ourselves five years and five years into the future, we had reached the the things that we wanted to do in those five years. And we just talked about it. You know, we said, oh, yeah, it's been great. You know, it's been five years since I've seen you. And um, gosh, I've got one of the things that was on the list for me is I was going to write this book. So I, I took I took my success principles book. I put my own cover on front of it. And I, I showed I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, here's my book that I have out. Everybody loves it. You know, I even got a forward from Jack Canfield. Right. And we started acting as if. And so this this came up because Jerry said any five year in the future events planned. And um, as of right now, I don't have anything like that plan, Jerry. And, but here's where where I'm going to go with this. It, take action. Right. Um, don't wait for me to plan a future you party. We might, right. It just hasn't been, been right with everything else on the, on the list. You know, I think the next one we want to do, I, I would like to try to do it in person if we can get back to that and some of that other stuff. But that doesn't mean that um, just because I don't have one plan that there shouldn't be something like that for you in your life, you know, get together with some family and friends and, and ask them to do that with you. Right. Or, or something like that, or, or get together a group of, of people in, in the space, you know, come into the private members group and say, Hey guys, let's do this. And, and say, Hey, Aaron, can you help us out? Would you set up a zoom call for us? Done. Right. All you gotta do is ask. And, and that's the action, right? That's, that's where we're going to get to here. That's what I want to talk about getting into action here because we can wait for somebody else to do it for us, but we might be waiting a long time. So the best thing to do is when something strikes you and, and it, you believe that it's going to help you get you closer to your goal. What's the first thing you can do? What's that first action you can take, right? So let's get back to talking about action. We talked about acting as if, and that's a great way to get you started and, and hopefully get you into action and start, you know, the success leaves clues. It really does. If you allow it to, right. If you're open to it and that's where we have to start acting as if that opens us up to see those clues. But then the next thing is, then we have to start taking action on those clues. So Let's talk real quick about maybe why people don't take action. And, and if you guys have some thoughts on that, certainly feel free to share it. 
but here's some of the common things. And, you know, I'm going to go with, I would say that for the most part, I've used every single one of these things to, to stop me from moving forward. Um, so let me, let me list these out for you here and, and you guys tell me what, what kind of keeps you from taking action too. Um, so the first thing that I've got on the list here is people are afraid of what other people are going to think the image, right? If I take that action, if I go and, and we'll use the, uh, future you party or the act as if kind of thing, or, um, come as you'll be party is what some other people call it, you know, so come as you'll be in five years from now you know, maybe if you go and ask somebody to do that with you, they're going to go, wow, that's really out there and weird and silly. And, and so your image, right? And so that gets in our way. But, you know, if on the flip side of that, if somebody goes, oh, that's really weird and stupid. Well, guess what? They're probably stuck in a rut uh, themselves and they're just making an excuse for it. And they might not be somebody you want to be associating with anyways, right? So, um, so that's the first one, afraid of what people will think. Uh, the next one here is fear of rejection. Uh, Christy says being laughed at. That's exactly. Yep. Yep. That's that fear of what people think that fear of rejection. You know, when somebody laughs at our idea, we, we, we have that fear of rejection or maybe somebody tells us no. Oh my gosh, somebody told me no. Right. And that comes from our childhood. <laughs> we associate no with this negative thing. And the reality is no is not negative or positive. No is just no maybe they have something else going on, maybe whatever. Right. But as a kid, we were like, no, don't do that. No. Right. It's like, ah, and <laughs> I, w I wonder about that with my son. Am I <laughs> conditioning him to be afraid of being told no and, and probably am. And that's okay. We're just going to have to figure out a way to get around that. Um, so that fear of rejection, being told no, um, the, the action seems too hard, right? This is one that stopped me. Oh gosh. You know, I want to do this, but I just don't know how to. So it's just too hard. But in reality, it's not too hard. It's that we don't know what to do, but we're stopping, right? The only way we're going to know what to do is to just take one action. You know, put it out there, tell somebody about it, ask something, do, do one little thing. And, and from here, and we'll talk a little bit more about this later, but you're going to want to chunk that down. If it, it seems too hard, um, then figure out where you can, uh, what the first thing that you can do is. I, one example that, that I've used that I think maybe will resonate with some folks is this idea of making that sales call to that company, that person, that, that thing that feels like, boy, I really need this customer or boy, they're a really big customer. I don't know if I deserve them kind of thing. You know, so you've got a little bit of that. So here's how you might want to chunk that down. And, and so this is an example of if it seems too hard, maybe chunk it down a little bit here. So, okay. So I've got to make this sales call. So the first thing I should probably do is go ahead and spend a little bit of time kind of putting a, a script together, just getting an idea of what it is that I'm going to say. Right. So that's, that's number one. Second thing I want to do is then I want to actually read that script out loud. All right, maybe in front of the, maybe the third thing is do that in front of the mirror, right? Wherever, you, whatever that little bit is right before the next bit that you can do in that moment. Because the reality is we only have gained self-confidence by surviving a risk. And that risk is this taking action. When By taking action, you're, you're surviving a risk. You're taking a risk. And um, so when we talk about that side, okay, so that's the third thing was to, you know, maybe read it out loud in front of the mirror. The... The fourth step might be pick up the phone, actually make your pitch 
as if you were having the conversation with that customer just by holding the phone to your ear. You know, maybe if you've got a landline, you're hearing the dial tone, but maybe it's just, you know, holding your cell phone up and going and just acting as if, right? And we're doing that. So that's the next one. Maybe the next thing is you're going to ask um, a friend or family member that you trust to, to be very supportive. Um, say, hey, do you mind if I, I just do a little role playing with you here real quick? I, I need to make this big call to a, a customer and I just want to make sure that it sounds good. Um, and, and so will you just listen? Right. And so you do that. And then the next thing maybe is to say, OK, I'm going to ask somebody else to give me to, to listen. And, and this time I'm going to ask them to give me feedback on what they thought. Right. What, what I could change. Right. So then. The next thing might be to call a customer that's maybe not as big and scary, you know, and and use a similar pitch to them and just see how it goes. And um, and then the next thing might be to call a current customer and 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 say, hey, here's my latest offer um, because I value you so much. I'd also love to get your feedback on this and I'll give you an additional discount or something like that. Right. And and trying that and then ultimately keep taking that step until you can finally have survived enough risks and have enough self-confidence to make that call. And, and so that's when that action seems too hard, that's how we do it. We, we chunk it down. All right. So that's the next thing. Um, uh, another fear that's kind of popped up for folks is word that you were taking opportunities from others, right? Oh, you know, why do I deserve this when somebody else does, you know, and am I taking that from somebody else? Um, but the reality is there's plenty of abundance out there in the world. And, and so you're not really taking that opportunity from yourself. You're actually just giving yourself an excuse to, to stop. And, and again, that's okay. We got to just chunk it down and, and go from there. Uh, fear of appearing greedy. Ah, gosh, if I said that I wanted to make a million dollars, somebody's going to call me greedy. Well, that's somebody, um, that they're not living your life, right? If a million dollars is what you need to feel successful, then, then go for it, right? You, that's not greedy, you know. Who knows what you're going to do with that a million dollars? Million dollars. I think for a lot of people, when we talk about uh, getting to a point of financial freedom or or having the resources that they need, when you have the resources you need to then fulfill your ultimate purpose, you're actually giving back so much more to the world than when you're at this place where you're struggling and scratching all the time, right? So greed doesn't play a role in that. You know, you, you don't, just because you have resources doesn't make you greedy. It makes you more available to help and do the things that you were put on this earth to do, uh, in your business, in your life and in, in whatever it is. Um, then the next one here is, is fear of the unknown or maybe doing something wrong, right? I don't know how to do it. And I'm worried that I'm going to screw it up. Well, that that's all part of this, right? We have to, we have to make some mistakes. We have to embrace failure um, because failure is how we learn. If everything went right for you at the end of it, you're probably not going to be all that good, good at it unless it's just completely natural. And you've had a lot of failures because even things that come somewhat natural to us, you've had to have had some failures along the way to get really good at it. So Doing something wrong is actually a good thing because it provides feedback that allows you to know that, oh, you know, it's that it's that electric rail. Let's not touch that anymore. That hurt. <laughs> right. So uh, it, it's hot. We, do, we don't want to touch that anymore. And so it gets us back on course and doing the things that we need to do. Um, 
feel like you've got lack of resources, right? Oh, you know, nobody in my town is going to pay that. I can't afford that. <clears throat> well, figure it out, make it work, right? We, we go back to taking hundred percent responsibility for us. What do you need to do? Do you need to go ask somebody to support you? Do you, wh where do you need to go? And, and, and <clears throat> if your purpose and your mission is strong enough for you, you will figure out a way to overcome that lack of resources. People that had much less than you do have been able to figure out a way to, to get much further than you have. And that's not to talk down to you at, in any way, shape or form. That's to help you understand that nobody is lacks the resources they need. As long as you're, you're <laughs> pushing forward and taking an action, that's all the resources that you need is that ability to take an action. And, and you have that ability. I, I don't care what state you're at, where you're at, what you're doing. I know with 100% confidence that you have the ability to take a action, to do one thing. Even if you're not feeling well, write one sentence, you know, do, do one thing, do one sit up, uh, you know, move a little bit, right? We, we go from these babies that have to be carried around and fed into people that walk and talk and do all sorts of amazing things. That stuff didn't happen overnight. You know, we, we had to take that first step. We had to, to grow a little bit. We had to roll over from our back to our tummies, right? That was a huge accomplishment. Um, but to roll over from your back to your, now it gets a little harder, the older I get actually, but that just means I need to take another action, right? I need to stretch. I need to do some more things. I need to participate a little bit more with my wife in yoga, that kind of thing. Right? So you've got the resources. And then, then the last thing here that I've got on my list is um, that people wait for instructions. You know, somebody's going to tell me what to do. And, and yes, we can go out there and learn. And, but all of the learning in the world, all of the, oh, you know, this is the, the, the latest and greatest, even the things that I'm sharing with you mean absolutely zip zero zilch. My instructions mean nothing to you. You have to take that information and then be able to put it into action. So it really does come back to taking action. What are you going to do with this? I say to do X, Y, and Z. Well, that doesn't mean that works exactly right for you. You need to take my X, Y, and Z and say, okay, how can I make that work for me? What's the first thing that I can do? What's the action that I can take right now here in this moment? All right. So thinking about that action. Um, and then Sandy uh, wrote in, in here, fear of failure is one of my biggest problems. And, and I think that's a totally understandable thing, Sandy. I, 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 I'm there with you. I know a lot of other people are there with you. Like, gosh, if, if I put myself out there and then I fail at this is, is that the end? But the reality is that's not the end. People that are, are very successful have failed, you know, massively. Right. And, and, and have then rebuilt and regrown and learned and done new things and, and gone on from there. So I'm not saying it's just like, oh, snap, fear of failure is gone. What I'm saying is the only way we can overcome that fear of failure is to put ourselves out there a little bit, to just poke just outside that comfort zone, because the only way to gain self-confidence is to be able to survive a risk. And, and when we take an action, we're surviving a risk. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, how you do anything is how you do everything. You know, when, when we don't take action, it's really just a symptom of some limiting belief or that lack of self-confidence. And to gain that self-confidence, we have to survive a risk. And, you know, I've been there. 
but you guys can overcome just like I can. We have to figure out a way to overcome those limiting beliefs and build self-confidence. And a lot of that comes down to taking action. Now, some of these actions might not feel comfortable. You know, maybe you do have to show up at the unlock your potential workshop and do a little internal work. Um, I was talking with my good friend, Eric Campbell yesterday about my journey a little bit more because I'm, I'm kind of looking at, okay, where do I go next? And, and how have I overcome some things? And, and I realized that in the start of this, I, I wasn't actually doing the work for myself. I was, I was taking a lot of this in as a way to, how do I share this? Um, but what I was missing was actually taking the actions for myself, actually digging in, actually being willing to go back to some areas of my life, my childhood, some, some things that happened that I've now realizing have been holding me back. And again, I've had a great life. And so that's where I was like, gosh, you know, but there were things that, that happened that I needed to go address. You know, I needed to unlock those things. I needed to go do the work and, um, you know, the, heck, I had some very uncomfortable experiences. One of the the things that stands out the most to me uh, was a, a young lady that I had met 20 minutes prior that was in this big virtual skills boot camp with all these other amazing success principles trainers around, you know, and we're all there kind of trying to do the work for ourselves a little bit too, so we can understand it better. And um, I started digging into something and, and next thing, you know, in fact, even now it makes me a little bit emotional thinking about it is, is it, it, it that digging into that and going okay what was holding me back and so this, this young lady that i'd only met 20 minutes before has got me on a zoom call just her and i in, in this zoom breakout room together and i'm bawling like a little baby um and and she's trying to you know help me through it and she was very very good at it and, and helped it helped a ton and, and gave me great feedback and um it was crazy uncomfortable you know, like I said, even now to this day, I get a little bit emotional about it. And, you know, I was raised to not be emotional. <laughs> this was kind of the thing. So I got to keep pushing outside of those comfort zones. So um, there's no right or wrong way to take action. There really is just whatever works for you, as long as you are willing to start pushing past. And I'm not saying, okay, here's comfort zone or here, let's do it this way. So you can kind of see it in camera. Here's comfort zone. I've got to go way the heck over here. You know, if this is comfort zone and, and this is the other side of comfort zone, I just need a little bit, right? I just need to go a little bit. I just need to poke a little bit. And, and every time, because every time I push that, that thing forward, just a little bit, guess what? The comfort zone gets a little wider. Comfort zone gets a little wider. Comfort zone gets a little wider until our comfort zone so wide that we're achieving and doing all of the things that we need and want to do in our lives. And, and, and the same goes for our business, right? There's a certain comfort zone that we have inside of our business. Oh, this is what I do. This is how I do it, right? Um, but then things like the pandemic hits and you got to build a website. Uh, that's not comfortable for me. I don't know how to do it, right? Or, or I have to get on a live video because I can't have face-to-face -face conversations anymore right now today, right? And so I have to somehow be able to connect with people. <laughs> uh, but that's uncomfortable, right? And But pretty soon, the more of these things you do, the more comfortable you get at them. So with knowing that there is no wrong way to take an action, just that need to get outside of our comfort zone a little bit, when we take that action outside of our comfort zone, it triggers those fears. It triggers those things that we talked about. It triggers that, that fear of failure. It triggers that overwhelm. But reality is fear is a good thing. 
you know, when we talk about fear, we always put a negative connotation on it, but fear is what keeps us alive. Fear was installing us back, you know, millions of years ago in, in previous ancestors to keep us alive, to keep us from not being eaten by the saber toothed tiger, to, to make sure that we, you know, survived and, and continued to, to move forward. Fear was not installing us to make us thrive. Our, our, all of the, the kind of instincts that we have as humans, none of those instincts were ever created to help us thrive. All of those instincts were created to keep us alive and keep us moving forward as a species. Um, and, and, and that's it. So we have to then understand that and use our big brains that we've been blessed with to then take that fear and, and use it as a tool. How, how can we then maximize that fear? And so I, I kind of look at fear as a good thing because we can utilize that fear to stop us, to give us a pause, to make us think, to, to switch out of the animal brain, the, the amygdala, and switch into the conscious brain and go, okay, hmm, that's scaring me a little bit. Let me, let me just make sure that I'm understanding everything. I've got an idea of what, how I can do this best. It, it allows us to pause and then take a wiser action and then start building momentum. So th this process that we can use to take fear and turn it into a, a positive thing, and, and really it makes it not a roadblock. Fear is not a roadblock. It's really just a yield sign. You know, so if we look at fear as that yield sign and then put this process into place, and I call this process the art of success. Um, so the first step in the process is the planning, right? We're going to use that that pause that that fear has given us, and we're going to just develop a plan. And I want to be real clear about when I say develop a plan. This doesn't mean that you need to, you know, have a forty-five page document uh, and and spend six months coming up with a plan to take an action. When I say plan in in, in this regard here, I really mean just come up with a couple of scenarios. Look, try to look a little bit ahead into the future and go, okay what can be the best action for me to take? It doesn't have to be, right? It could be that you could come up with a plan and that becomes the worst action that you could have taken in that moment it, in hindsight. But we can't have that advantage of hindsight until we've taken the action. So if we just stop, this will help, help us grow that muscle of learning how to take better actions. So that plan is, is about developing that muscle to stop. Okay, what could happen here? Uh, I see scenario A, B, and C. I think scenario C is really what I'd like to have happen. So I'm going to take that action that I believe is going to get me closer to scenario C. That's planning. Like, boom, that quick, right? And then just use that pause to determine that best decision and make your decision consciously. And so that's number one. The second part of the art of success process here is we have to take the action. You know, so we have to get from planning to taking action as quickly as we possibly can. And we need to do something that you believe will get you closer to your goal. I want you to take any action, the most basic action that you can take. When we talked about that needing to call a customer that really scares you, a potential customer that really scares you, just writing out a script or, or, or committing to a time that you're going to actually call this person. That could be the most basic action that you take in that moment. And we so just chunk that down into the very first thing you can do to take an action. What, what can you do to bring yourself towards reaching your goal in the moment, right? And, and this process will allow you to build momentum as long as you're taking action. We can't build momentum without taking actions. So that's number two. 
Number three in the process here is you have to experience the results. And, and while you know that the key to success is massive determined actions, according to Mr. Tony Robbins, who we talked about earlier, um, when we go back to determined, it has to align with our purpose and be getting you towards your goal. So by experiencing the result, by, by just experiencing it, right? That hard thing to explain, right? But, but really ultimately it's just, okay, I took the action. I'm, I don't want to judge what just happened. We need to let that experience sink in because if we don't let that experience sink in without judgment, we're not going to get any value from it. We're not going to be able to make better decisions. We're not going to be able to build that decision-making muscle if we don't experience the result. And so you have to take in that experience, both good and get, even if you feel like it's a massive failure, right? I hear, hear that being tossed around all the time. Oh, it was a massive failure. Was it really? I don't know. <laughs> but was it a massive learning experience? Absolutely. Every time you take an action, that's a massive learning experience for you. So just take it in, good or bad. Did your perception maybe skew the outcome, right? Did, did you um, pick up the phone to, to call the customer, but before you even actually dialed the number, you were already saying in your head, oh, man, this is a waste of my time. They're going to say no. And you just had that, that feeling before you made it. So did, the, did your perception skew that outcome? Um, you know, so no need for judgment or, or analyst analyzing this at all at this point, just experience it. Did the result possibly maybe mean something else or lead to a different, but better outcome, right? Uh, I would say nine times out of 10, maybe even go as far as 10 times out of 10, uh, the success that we have never actually shows up the way that we had originally planned it. There's twists and turns along the way, and then something completely unplanned for that you didn't even think about happens, and and now you're on a new path, but you still ultimately end up where you want to go. So did the result possibly mean something else or lead to a different but better outcome? And then fourth in the process is the analysis, right? We have to, we have to learn from it. And the reason that we did the step before that is you can only analyze and really truly learn if you took that previous step of experience and result. So after you've done that, then those experiences that you've now taken in and, and really kind of understood a little bit better, they can be feedback for you. This is where you look for the clues for that next better action to take in the future, right? That didn't work. So you, you want to say, okay, I'm learning from anything that didn't work and, and anything that didn't go your way. And so I'm going to try to avoid that, right? How can I do something a little bit differently that is going to maybe hopefully warrant a different result? But if the action did work, right, you've got a success from that. Then you, then you look at ways that how can I amplify that? How can I do more of that? How, how can I make that even better? So that's where we start then learning and, and getting better. And then the last step in the process here before we get back, just going back to the first step again, is we need to find the next action to take. We, we don't want to let the results dictate our momentum, right? We, we need to start with really high intentions. So we got to go in believing that it's going to work out, that the action is going to actually do what we desire it to do. But we have to leave that action with really low attachment to the outcome. We can't let that failure slow us down. We can't let that hold us back. You can't make, let that failure put us in bed for a week. And because then we just lose a week worth of time. And if that's the thing that you need to do, I get it. Right. 
but the quicker we can get out of that and, and beyond that and start looking for that next action, that allows us to start building momentum is when we start looking for the next action. That's where the momentum comes from. And, and I look at this whole process as a flywheel. And anybody that's not familiar with a flywheel, the basic premise of a flywheel is once you start turning it, at first, it really it takes a lot of effort and it doesn't turn very much. But the more energy you put into it, the more that flywheel actually then holds on to that energy and starts pushing itself around, right? And, and so when this process to me is like that flywheel of, of success is we start pushing it around, we start taking an action and the more actions we can take, the more energy we're putting into it and the more energy we put into it, the more it's gonna start turning on its own and the wider our comfort zone gets and the wider our comfort zone gets, the easier things become for us and, and, and it just continues to grow from there. So look at this process as a flywheel for you. What, what are the actions that you can take today? And one of the best ways to be able to take as many actions as possible is to have a system and, and to have a system for not only taking action, but also have a system for being able to stay focused on your goals and staying aligned with your purpose and, and what your company's really supposed to be doing. Um, you know, making sure you have the right customers and, um, and, and really kind of, um, remaining accountable, ha having a system that it brings in some accountability as well. Uh, sheer willpower is not going to work. It, science has just proven it over and over again that, that willpower can only get us so far. But if you're relying completely on sheer willpower to be able to overcome anything that's in your way, it's just not going to work. So we have to have that system that allows us to stay aligned with that purpose, allows us to, to stay aligned with what our business is supposed to be doing, that you, the, the business that you want to design. You can't allow your business to become somebody else's design because then at that point you're working for somebody else and you're taking all the risk. So your business is your business and you have to make sure that it stays heading in the direction that you want it to head. And then you have to be accountable to that. How, how will you be able to show up each and every day and take action, you know, if, if nobody's watching, if nobody's there to support you as humans, that's how we thrive is we're a community and how do we use that community and, and use is a bad word in, in, to a lot of people. So let me rephrase that. How do we utilize the community? I think that is for a lot of people is a lot more positive word. I, I, I use use all the time and it doesn't throw me at all, but I've had other people tell me that, oh, use, it feels like a, a bad word. Utilize, okay? So let's utilize that community to help us be accountable. Now, I use a product, excuse me, I, I use a process called the rule of five. And, and so before I, I get into that process, uh, Jerry has a comment here that I want to share because I think it's very valuable as to what we were talking about in, in keeping going and keeping taking action. Uh, so he says, Thomas Edison learned hundreds of ways not to create a light bulb and uh, that Jerry's glad he kept trying. Absolutely. Um, yes. Thank you, Mr. Edison. <laughs> you guys can see me. <laughs> I can see in my dark basement right now because of Mr. Edison. I, I believe um, what Mr. Edison had said was 10,000 ways, right? So get, can you overcome 10,000 failures to create something of value? Right. And, and that's what this is all about. But he took action. He didn't, you know, the first failure go, ah, I'm never going to get this. Right. He, okay. Let's try the next thing. Let's try the next thing. Let's try the next thing. 
let's do the next thing. Oh, that didn't work. Right. Okay. I learned from that. Okay. Right. And kept moving forward. So re- really great share, Jerry. Thank you so much for, for putting that in there. Um, and, and I love, I love that idea. Um, and thinking about, you know what it, he didn't fail 10,000 times. He just found 10,000 ways that he couldn't make a light bulb until he found the 10,001 way that he could. Um, so that's perfect. Okay. So back here quickly, and then we'll be wrapping this up. I know we've had a long one today, but I think action is one of the most important things that we can be doing. And I think it's one of the biggest things that's missing from most people's uh, story of success is, is their lack of action. Um, I mean, we talk about it all the time inside of OSG. You know, people need to be showing up. They need to be taking action. They need to be asking those questions. They need to be pushing outside of those comfort zones. And we want to inspire and encourage you to do that. And part of that is is helping hold you accountable, right? And so that part of that is just saying, hey, you got to take some action, right? And 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 so um, we we need to have that process in place. So I, what I what I use is called the Rule of Five. Um, it comes out of the success principles book, but I've kind of adapted it all for myself. And you guys may or may not have seen this stuff for me before, but this is kind of my daily, this notebook I've got here is it's my daily routine action planner kind of thing. Um, let me get the right pages out here. Hi, I'm Kyleen, and you're listening to an episode of the small business Saturdays podcast. Do you want to subscribe to the small business Saturdays podcast? Head over to smallbusinesssaturdayspodcast.com. There are tons of ways to subscribe. Click on your favorite and grab all the information about growing your small business. And so first I want to find some things that I'm grateful for uh, because by, by doing that, by finding these things that I'm grateful for here, that gets me back to that act as if. Because when I'm grateful for something, I start experiencing more of that. And so that's the act as if. So so uh, having a gratitude journal is a great way to do that. So I just start there, right? What am I grateful for? And then um, I, I rule of five daily goals over here. And each day I come up with five things that I believe are going to get me closer to my goals. And I put those on the list, right? And it, But first I have to review what my goals are to make sure that those things are. So that's part of that process. And then last but not least down here, are affirmations again getting back to acting as if and so these are my goals written in such a way that my brain my monkey brain goes oh sounds like you've already done that but uh, that doesn't compute so now i need to get to work to make sure that these two things you know your monkey brain does not like that friction between (laughs) sorry all right. The, the Alexa just went off. Must've been something I said there. Anyhow. Um, so the point being is that our, our monkey brain doesn't compute that um, when it feels like something's out of alignment with what you're truly believing. And so it goes to work trying to solve that problem for you while you're not even paying attention to it. Right. And so, so that's what the affirmations do for me. But then the other part is you've got to come up with some accountability. And so uh, was it not last Monday, the Monday before last. So every Every other Monday morning, I get together with a group of other success principles trainer that, that is my mastermind group. And, and so I have my own mastermind group on top of the one that I get to host for our success group members. And so the opposite of the masters of success call, I have my own mastermind call. And the last call, we were all talking about all the things that we were working on and, and doing, and but we were all feeling a little bit overwhelmed. We were feeling like we were kind of spinning our wheels, weren't, weren't getting close enough to our idea of success. And 
we realized that we've got all the tools there. We just weren't utilizing them enough. And so we, we made a commitment to each other that every day we have a little Facebook messenger group that we use as, as our mastermind group. And so every day in that, uh, in that messenger group, each of us would put in the five things that we were going to work on that day. And, um, we, so that was first. And then the next day we would, you know, mention the things that we got done or, or talk just real briefly about, you know, what held us back or kind of maybe we overdid something or whatever, just like said, okay, I got three of five, I got five of five, but this was a challenge, you know, whatever, just, just real brief as a, as a way to, for, to kind of get it out. It's kind of a, almost a journaling opportunity and then, okay, here's my next five for the day. And not that anybody actually said, I mean, we would encourage people, oh, that sounds great and stuff like that. Um, but that wasn't the important part. The important part was we were putting it out in front of other people that we know, like, and trust. And and I felt more to, more accountable because I didn't want to come back the next day and go, gosh, guys, I didn't get any of those five things done. I, I was instead scrolling Facebook or, or, you know, feeling bad for myself or whatever. Um, and not to say that that won't happen every once in a while. And in fact, that has already happened for me yesterday. Um, I intentionally put some, you know, kind of recharge things because of the opportunities I had in front of me. I actually took the afternoon off and went and watched a college volleyball game with my 10 year old because he was home from school for another snow day, which I didn't really need because the roads were just fine, but they, they preemptively closed. So anyhow, point being, um, get that accountability, get it out there. Right. I know Todd started doing a morning uh, vlog. He calls it over there on, on YouTube. And one of the things that they do over there is, okay, what are the actions you're going to take today? And, and he's listing out what's going on there. You know, I try to show up when I can and, and post my things over there. So the more you can get that stuff out there, the better that's going to be. But the most important thing here is to do your very best to try to be as close to hundred percent committed as possible. Again, we've got to give give ourselves some grace where we need to. But if we always come back to saying, I'm 100% committed to taking these five actions that day, right? And and again, we talk about being 100% committed. The, the way that uh, Jack Canfield puts it is uh, um, 99% is a bitch, uh, 100% is a breeze. Meaning that if you're only 99% committed to doing something, then that 1% is always hanging out as your excuse and, and it's going to be super hard to get it done. Yeah. You know, I, I think I'll do that, but you also think you might not do that. Right. So if I say, yes, I'm going to do that. I'm hundred percent committed to it. There's no room. You, you don't have to worry about thinking about, Oh, I may or may not. You're hundred percent committed to doing that. And so you're going to give it your best effort. And then if things don't work out, you learn from it. Right. And we say, okay, I'm, I learned from it and now I'm going to do better the next time. And so when we talk about this rule of five, you know, have those five things and, and maybe it's 10 o'clock at night and you're ready to head to bed because that's your normal bedtime, but you realize you still have something on your list. Well, if you're hundred percent committed to it, you might want to stay up and figure out a way to get it done. You know? So no matter what happens, do your very best to get the list done before calling it a day. Now, my suggestion is that you start early before the interruptions are happening, before, uh, you know, those calls come in, the emails or whatever, you know, knock out those five important things towards your goal as soon as possible. That way, then you can 
afterwards handle the fires, the demands from others, and and really just those inevitable distractions that are going to come up. So, um, so that's the process. That, that's kind of everything I've got for you guys. I know, like I said, this is longer. We went a, a full hour today. I try to keep it under that, but um, action is so incredibly important and we need it to be productive action. So we need it to be those those five things that we talked about beforehand, the empowering yourself by taking 100% responsibility, finding your purpose, deciding what you require, and then being a goal getter. Once you have all that in place, now we can take productive actions, right? And so part of a productive action might be just going back and working on that. What What is my real purpose? Am, am I clear on that? Getting some more clarity on that, spending some time doing that. That could be the action that you take today. I'm going to spend 30 minutes just thinking, meditating, writing, asking, whatever those actions are for you to help you get a little more clarity on your purpose. Or or maybe you're going to spend 30 minutes writing out your 101 goals list. So, so you know all the things that you really want to be doing. And because when you write those things out and then you kind of try to visualize yourself experiencing those things, you'll know real quick, like, yeah, is that something I really want to do? Or is that just something I think that I want to do? All right. So doing those kinds of actions. So all right. So that's what I have for you guys today. All about taking action. Get out there, take action, get a rule of five, put it out there, share it with people that you know, like, and trust, or just share it out there with the world. Who, you know, who cares? <laughs> um, good, Christy. I appreciate that. She says, this was awesome. I've learned a lot about taking action from you. I, I so appreciate that, Christy, that feedback. That's really important to me. Um, and and I'm I'm super proud of you. You are, are doing some amazing things and and uh, getting to know you as you continue to be part of the OSG community uh, is is incredible for me too. So thank you very much. Um, next week we've got be willing to do the work. Right. So we're taking some action, um, but we need to solidify that a little bit more. So next week's going to be about solidifying that. It's going to be about kind of understanding what the work is and, 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 you know, being okay with doing some things that are uncomfortable and to practice, practice, practice. So we're going to uh, make sure that, that next week we, we go even deeper into that uh, art of success and um, really make sure that we're, we're moving forward in a, in a very productive way. All right. So that's next week. And then uh, in, in the week after that, we're going to talk about masterminding our way to success um, and, and then we'll keep going from there. So I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. Thank you guys so much for your time today. I pr really appreciate you tuning in. Hopefully, uh, you guys understand how important it is to take action and that, uh, next thing you do today is get out there and take, take an action. that will get you closer to your goal. All right. Take five actions. that will get you closer to your goal today. That'll make it even better for you. All right. Well, have a great day and we will talk to everybody soon. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Small Business Saturday Podcast. We appreciate having you as part of the community of listeners. Tune in for the live video sessions at facebook.com slash aaronmontgomery.info to become part of the active community. You can contact me directly at aaron at montcoconsulting.com. Thanks again for listening.